going on it is june 17th monday june 17th middle of june jake getting into the summer the start of summer and that is the theme for the music this week that jordan has chosen summer songs so we got don henley boys of summer which is a great song agree or disagree agree thanks that's good good start to the week you and i agreeing about it it's a good song it's a good song yeah we agree yeah, I don't think it, I don't think I I think good summer song is right. I think if I if you if I heard that in like late autumn, I'd be like nah. Oh yeah, it's a it's yeah. a it's a seasonal okay. song. That's that's what I was worried about. I thought you were saying it's a great all time, and no, it's, no, it fits its niche perfect. It fits this week apparently. It's seasonal. Yeah, it's summer. Does it feel like summer starting for you? It feels like. It, this weekend felt like summer started for me. I, I live in a a summer town, and I think I think summer is starting next. It all depends when school ends in this like area of New Jersey, because that's when lifeguards are on duty every day. Weekdays are full of people, just the same on weekends. I think that's coming right around. How about you? Yeah, so summer's already started out here. Um, schools are out. Sun's been out in full force. Um, and yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of summer energy going around. Are you wearing a sun shirt? No, no. It looks is that just a regular cotton shirt? It looks different. Regular cotton shirt. Wow. How are you doing? How was your weekend? Tell Only everyone. Tell you everyone. wear sun shirts on this podcast. Um, as of now, YouTube video. Um, I can't go. It's your thing. It makes you so happy. I don't even want to delve into that world. Um. My weekend was good, man. A lot going on. Busy weekend. A um, couple Yanks. It was Heather's. It's Heather's birthday month, Jim. Birthday month. Birthday month. Um, and you know what? I I respect it. She she leaned into it. Some someone asked her. They were like, "Oh, so are you are you like a birthday, birthday week, or birthday month kind of person?" And she's like, "Honestly, birthday month. Like I'm going for it." So I was like, "Well, good for you, girl." Um, so we had, uh, she had a nineties themed party. Um, you saw, I put on my, uh, my outfit of the summer is now the, the, the male half shirt, the AC Slater football team half shirt. I'm bringing that back in full effect. Uh, shows enough without showing too much. Had, had a couple funny moments. I got in the elevator. I'm wearing jean shorts that are cut pretty short a half shirt that only covers my man breasts. And I got in there with a family that was going to the Rockies game. And, uh, you know, there's an awkward moment where they're like, should we say something or is he going to say something? And I just looked at everyone and I said, how's everyone doing? (laughs) (laughs) They laughed at me. (laughs) It's like Heather's birthday party, 90s themed. And then the dad let out a, oh, Glad I glad I didn't wear that same outfit today. That'd be awkward. So I was like, "All right, Dad, I see you." Knocked him out. He's out. Um, and then I took out the rest of the family. But uh, overall, pretty good weekend. Good weather. Um, we had a good Yankees bounce back recovery. Um, basically, I was either doing something for Heather's birthday or watching the Yankees the whole weekend. How do you know Heather? Uh, she's a good friend. She's uh, we we knew her in Dallas and Denver. Nice! Wow! Wow! What yeah. what 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 score would you give your Friday? Because that's what we do here. We rank all our days, Friday. so we can keep our emotions in check, knowing we had a good day and a bad day. There's going to be a big data pulls from this soon. Everyone's going to know about it. Yeah. Now, anyone pulls. listening for the first time, 
the hardest thing that we do in our lives is try to remember Friday on Monday. It's yeah, it's brutal. I mean, if you every remember, time. Friday was a low point in Yankee world. Um, but I actually it was it was one of the worst Yankee games of the season, and then I bailed and went to see a little Anderson Pock, so that was good. And then you got to cut it off. Um, I I don't know. I'd say I think I think it's a six. It's a six on the nose. Wow. Six on the nose. Okay. What about you? How was your weekend? How was your Friday? Friday was uh, date day. Katie and I we we couldn't right. go strawberry picking because they were like, "We're out of strawberries. Don't fucking come here." And I was like, "Okay, Jesus." So instead, we went to this old t- town in New Jersey, where what like. Town? Alaire, it's a state park now, okay. but they have like the original blacksmith shop is still there and the original carpentry. And there's people dressed up as if they lived are in the 1830s and they tell you a little bit about it, which I think is interesting. It was casual enough where it didn't feel like we were on a tour. Like you just walk around on your own. Okay. I liked it. Then we went and got some shrimp, Mr. Shrimp in mm. Belmar. Good little date day. This one guy gave us so much cool information about the 1830s and like living in that town, but his delivery was brutal. It was, nah. it was like, oh my god, dude, learn how to talk better. Was it? Was he slow? Was he tough with words? Was it a combination? Where he where loved, he loved doing the thing where he asks you a question just to prove that you don't know the answer, and then he gets to tell you nice. it. Nice. So he's like, oh, so he was just making you look dumb. Like, but there was like four he of us. He was trying to steal your girl. No, there was like four of us there, and oh, every time he wanted to. Your sh- boyfriend doesn't know the proper way to churn butters from the 1830s? Oh, <laughs> well, I guess I'll inform you. No, it was more like he would pick something up, and he's like, So then we got this made out of tin. You guys know what this is, don't you? And we'd all be like, Nah, you don't know what this is? And we'd be like, No. He's like, well, this, and that's how he opened up everything. And I was like, come on, man, just tell us what the things are. We don't need to do this game every time. Amen. It was a lunch bucket that the guys would bring. Oh, no, it was a personal heater. I didn't know that back in the day women would bring like a tin box of coals that would heat up and they'd put it in between their feet underneath their dress wherever they went to church, the gossip bench in town just to stay cool. Makes sense, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Anyway, Pretty warm. Good day. I'm giving myself a 6.3 because the nice. Yankees ruined it. Worst game of the season. Yeah. Worst game of the season. All right. We got to get We got a lot of sports to get into. We got a lot of real news after the half. Are you ready to dive into the sports? I think so. On your mark. Get your set. One, two, three, go. Jimmy, we start where we always start with the golf. Gary Woodland wins the U.S. Open. His first time, I think he was 0 for 7 when leading into a Sunday tournament before. He gets the win, sinks the long putt on 18 to clinch it, which was cool because he didn't need to. Jimmy, Lakers trade for Anthony Davis, Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Hart, three first-round picks. AD is going to the Lake Show. Who's going to join him? Of course, we jump to soccer next. Frank Lampard offered to coach his former team in Chelsea, and they're not Scottish, so I don't know what that was. Yeah. Um, we'll see if he gets it. Edwin Encarnacion is traded to the Yankees, Jim. Most home runs this decade, which is pretty wild. They have to send down Clint Frazier, a young man who's hitting a lot of home runs but can't play defense. Little Yankees roster crunch. Padres Rockies break series record for most runs scored since like 1900 or something insano. U.S. women, Jim, another nice win, 3-0 over Chile. They mock their critics with golf claps and handshakes after their first goal. O.J. Simpson joins Twitter. Scary. Mississippi State rallies against Auburn to win late in the College World Series game. And Eric Carlson, Jim, eight years, 88 mil, highest paid NHL defenseman, your guy. So even though, even though hockey and 
Uh, even though no other major sports are in season, still getting a good amount of news so far. See how July oh, yeah, turns us. Cycles never stop. Gary Woodland wins the U.S. Open. Made an God. incredible like long putt, and I think he made a chip in as well. He had a he had a big day. He was starting to do the final round choke, and then he hit a couple big shots and and basically locked it in. Kepka missed a putt at the end that could have made it a one shot going into the last hole, which would have been a little extra pressure. Um, he misses that, and then yeah, Woodland buries one, and and everyone's coming out saying he's a he's a really good dude. He played played a little college hoops. Um, he uh he's he's supposed to be like uh. Just a sports dude, and he. Uh, we need someone he, to win. We need someone to win, and have everyone come out and be like, "Yo, that dude's an asshole." Like bad don't, guy. Don't be happy for him, please. Don't be happy for him that he just won the U.S. Open. He's a noted jerk face. Yeah, um, Matt Kuchar. Um, but yeah, so I, everyone was pretty happy for him. Um, you know, you got the Father's Day thing going. His pops was there. Um, and he's got a he's got a good story. Um, what's uh blanking on the good girl's name, but uh, uh, a young lady with some disabilities. He's he's been friendly with, and he's invited her out on the course a bunch and stuff. So uh, everyone was uh, all cheers for Gary Woodland. Nice, nice. This Lakers trade's huge. Did people expect this to come so quick? Um, not really. And that's actually, I mean, the trade is done, but it won't actually be executed until July 6th, I believe, because the Lakers actually get a little more cap space if they do it then. Um, what it came down to was there was like really two or three teams that were true options for Anthony Davis. Cause the whole thing is he's in the final year of his contract and it's, uh, I mean, it's it's what you've been talking about on Yankees Twitter. Like, you don't trade away a ton for a rental. So, basically, Anthony Davis, and this is part of the NBA's problem, was Anthony Davis is like, well, you can trade me to, like, these five, three teams, and I'll sign extensions with them so you could get an actual trade package. <laughs> so, it's uh, it, like, sucks for the team that has them, and they're like, well... Okay, so now we've only got three teams we could trade him to. What if we don't like any of the players on that team? And it's like, well, you can lose me for nothing in a year. So uh, it's a little bit of holding teams ransom in the NBA, but uh, this seemed to be the stars aligning for a while. Anthony Davis and LeBron have the same agent, um, and that's like a big thing in the NBA. So, yeah, he's going. I mean, the question now is who's uh they got to keep Kuzma, which team people didn't know uh who they were going to keep. Kuzma's kind of fun and he should be a fit. He's a really fun like hustle player. Um and he's good on the social media. But uh I don't know. There's there's talks they they might have room for a Kemba. Um our guy. Uh we'll see it. But but now the questions are just who can they fill it out with? And the Lakers are actually Jimmy, this is how crazy the those finals injuries are. Right now, I think the Lakers are the Vegas favorites to win the championship next year. The uh the Pelicans didn't get a bad return though, right? Like this three firsts. Is no, huge. that's 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 what everyone's saying. And I think this is a pendulum thing, Jim, where there used to be a stigma in the NBA that you couldn't get a proper return for a superstar. Um, just because a, a superstar can dictate so much on the court when you only play with five people. Um, but we've seen trades recently, like Paul George trade. Indiana ended up doing really good. Oladipo, Sabonis. Um, people at the time didn't love it, but those guys turned out being really solid. Um, I, I think it's a good return. I, I think what's going to be interesting is how quickly do things fall apart for the Lakers and, I mean, LeBron's body and, you know, do they screw something up and Anthony Davis, like, wouldn't stay for some reason because he can't sign the official extension for, till six months after the trade. So I don't know if the Lakers do really stupid stuff for six months. Anthony Davis could be like, yo, I'm just leaving. Um I, I don't think he'll do that because, again, the same agents, blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah, they, they got a lot of draft picks, um, and and I think some of those are late enough that it might even be when Bronny is out of town or just old and not LeBron James anymore. So uh, they did all right, and, yeah, it's, it's one of those things like the Pelicans, 
for the Pelicans having a pretty uncertain future um, six months ago, a year ago, whatever it was ago, um, I mean, they're a team that's probably got a decent three-year plan now and that hopefully in those three years, Zion will be good enough. Maybe someone else will have stepped up. They get a couple picks. And then it's all about assets in the NBA, and hopefully they can turn those assets into another star or two-star players or something like that, and the Pelicans will thrive. Cool. Still a stupid name, though. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. And Lonzo, uh, his dad's going to go all over SportsCenter. And talk. I find him funny, to be honest. I don't find him annoying at all. He's like, entertaining. He's clearly... He's clearly entertainment first, reality second. Like when he does do these interviews, which I don't mind. It's just some people yeah, take him I, seriously and get upset. Like, don't take it seriously. He's 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 not really asking you to take him seriously. No. Like, <laughs> no point has he done that. And that's, that's where I just thought it was dumb because I thought he was, like, messing with the kids a lot. But, like, no, his, his sons don't really mind too much. They all have nice things to say about him, not, like, brainwash nice stuff. They're like, yeah, he's a little crazy. He's our dad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's entertainment, but um, I uh, yeah, that's that's the other. Uh, I'm I'm a I I'm actually a pretty big Lonzo guy compared to most NBA fans. Um, him and Zion are gonna have some dope alley oops, Jim. Back to you in the booth. Wow, you think so? Yeah. Okay. All right, let's move on. We have some a lot of baseball stuff, but first, when does the U.S. women's soccer play next? Because I I enjoy watching the U.S. women's soccer and getting into. I like getting into national competitions. I miss these first two games. When's the next one? So they play their next one. I I'm clicked on their page. They play Sweden on six twenty. So that's what Thursday. Um, but you might not even. Oh, but oh, okay. So we've got some dynamics here. It looks like Sweden, um, has beat the U.S. before. So it looks like there might be a redemption game. But I also, my only caveat would be I don't think this Sweden game matters at all because um, I think, like, the U.S. has already advanced in their group play. This is the final final game of their group, though. Yeah, that 13-goal lead probably helps them out in any tiebreaker as well. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. Um, all right, well, we'll get back to women's soccer when they play again. But I'm gonna tr- if it's at the same time as Yankees game, obviously I can't. That happens with most yeah. sports. I got to get another I think, screen. Uh, I got to get a sixth screen for my room. Thursday, it's got Thursday at one p.m. for me. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm not sure if that overlaps, but I I actually I think they will. I I think they will go out and try to win this game because then Sweden would be the one seed if the U.S. did lose. So it should it should be full out good game. Yeah. All right, we got Edwin Encarnacion got traded to the Yankees, Jake, and we just, on Talking Yanks, we did, talked all about this yesterday or today's episode. But for any listeners that aren't Yankees fans, don't want to go listen to a full Yankees podcast, Edwin Encarnacion leads the league in homers right now, has an on-base percentage above 350. he He's been in Seattle. He has the most home runs in the 2010s in anyone in the MLB, which that, that blew my mind when they said that. Like, he leads the decade in home runs. Yankees get him. Seattle loves doing trades, and they're obsessed with getting money off the books right now. Yankees and Seattle always trade. The Yankees sent Seattle's way a prospect named Juan Fenn, who who was originally a Seattle prospect that they traded to the Yankees for Nick Rumbelow. So the Yankees sent Nick Rumbelow to Seattle. They got Juan Then back. Seattle just DFA'd Nick Rumbelow, I believe. Yeah, if you're if, if you're listening and you don't know those names, you shouldn't because yeah. Nick Rumbelow was a pretty poor reliever when he was in the major leagues. Juan Then is now 19 years old. Yes, but but basically Seattle just said, give us our prospect back. So the Yankees lost Nick Rumbelow and. Around $8 million total, 3.5 on the books this year. And they were the highest bidder for the DH slash first baseman with the most home runs in the league. So bizarre to me. The Rays were in. Reports are now coming out that Houston was in. And I don't understand how no one could beat what the Yankees ended up giving. 
Yeah, I think, well, we, we have to, again, with, we have to kind of reduce the pot here. Like, Edwin Encarnacion, he can play first base, but not really. He's so actually better than Voight. Like, all statistics say he's better than Voight. Yeah, but if you we've heard no National League teams were into Edwin Encarnacion, and I think that's the reason. Um, so if you reduce it to American League teams, you just named, like, the three competing teams in the American League. Uh, Houston, the Rays, and the Yankees. Um, the Rays, again, they have their financial limitations, which kind of sucks. I, I think, uh, uh, for some reason, I don't know if it's luxury tax for every team involved, but they said the Yankees were willing to eat more, more of Edwin Encarnacion's contract than any other team, which, which was surprising. And apparently that's what was important to Seattle. Um, and you wonder if, if Houston knew that. So, I mean, yeah, that's, you know, the Rays sometimes have one arm behind their back and they, uh, they're actually paying Edwin Encarnacion as part of a three-way trade in which they got Yandy Diaz, I believe. But, um, yeah, you, you wonder Houston, I, I mean, maybe Houston was just looking at it like we, we don't need it. We were talking about the Yankees having a roster crunch without Edwin Encarnacion. Now they add him to the fold and it's, I mean, it's one of those things, Hey, it's a, it's a really good problem to have. Well, now they can um, trade Clint Frazier if they find a package worthy of trading him without having a DH spot go away or without having, like it gives insurance for this season, at least to trade Clint and still have someone that can mash yeah and i i keep saying this in a little bit of a timid scared voice but the yankees had so many injuries that people people in yankee land are pretending like well once we get these guys back we can go there's going to be more injuries um so i I think that's what's interesting too i mean it it it's it's just continually to add to those organizational depth and yeah if the right trade is there cashman will push it and that's that's what he do yeah so uh, when Judge and Stan are coming back and Talkman will go down for one of them and then either a reliever and a four-man bench to keep Cameron Mabin. I think they're going to try and swindle away to keep Cameron Mabin as long as they can. If they can maneuver and maneuver or whatever to get him until September, I think they're going to do it because he's such a good asset to have, especially come playoffs if you need that depth. But he can't get sent down, so... It's either like, all right, Cameron, you're 10-day DL right now on an injury because uh, we don't want to lose you, or all right, Cameron, uh, you're going to be our fourth outfielder and we're going to try and go with one less reliever for a while. I think they're going to do everything they can to try and keep Cameron Maven on the roster because, I mean, speed, defense, and he's been good with the bat. It's just a, such a good asset to have in the depth pool, and uh, I, we'll see how they, they handle it. They might just have to DFA him and trade him. But they're not going to want to do that. He's been so good. So, the Padres and Rockies, Jake, this series offered so much. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, not only did they score a record amount of runs, Padres had a six-run ninth inning to tie the game. It was 11-5. to They scored six runs to tie it. And then in like the 13th or 12th, later on, they scored five to win it 16-11. to That was one game. Machado got thrown out. Uh, Andy Green got thrown out. Arnado yelled yelled like a crybaby as well. Actually, Arnado's wasn't that bad, um, but he did yell and scream. Then I think there was there was something where they were out of bench players. So I I believe the yeah. So the the Padres used all their bench players. So uh, in the <laughs> in the last inning, this was yesterday's game. They walked. They in- so hitter gets on base. The next two hitters are the seven and eight hitters, and the third guy is the ninth hitter. It's a pitcher. So they intentionally walked the seventh and eighth hitter. So they intentionally walked two guys to get to the batter with the bases loaded, and they ended up walking them 3-2 pitch. Yeah, I, so I want to do a breakdown of that because they had to put up a reliever who I think actually had two hits versus the pitcher in his career. Uh, it was Matt Strom. It was the guy we saw in the Padres recently. I, I don't, I don't know his hitting stats, but a lot of, a lot of hair. And I believe he got thrown out of a game. I don't know what game it was. Just for he's cheering on his teammates in the dugout, and the umpire thought he was talking shit, so he threw him out. He was just chilling. There's so yeah. many, like, I, there's so many breakdown requests from that one series. I feel like I'm all I'm doing is Padres fans. Now Padres fans were were mad at me for calling for calling Manny Machado a little bitch. 
Yep. And it's like, I guarantee all those Padre fans didn't like Manny Machado until the day they signed him. Probably. Such an easy player to hate. But anyway, did you see that ejection? Pretty funny. Yeah. Just repeating that's bullshit over and over and over again. Come on. The ump was great. The ump was awesome. At one point, the ump just goes into his like relaxed, okay face. Like, like all right, just got to take this. It just like stare, like quiet, just like looks at him while Manny's yelling. It's like, okay, are you done? You done? Which is always, yeah. always good Already to laugh. Already been tossed. Uh, anything else? There was more. There's more that happened in that series. I don't really understand it. But yeah, there's some good defensive plays. I mean, lots of stuff happens every series. Watch baseball, people. Yeah, that one was that was crazy. I think even our guy Drew Creasman was like, "This series is nuts." <laughs> yeah. What uh? What's going on in baseball? Do we have, do you have anything else? I know we have the Mississippi State thing. But. Yeah, that was a College World Series is going on. Um, I think they were down four one. Going into the ninth, um, classic. I mean, I, I think uh, Matt, Mike X has said it best. There's a two outs, grounder to third. Third baseman feels it cleanly, and he takes three shuffle steps. And he didn't need to take the third. And when he took that third one, you're going, "Oh no, where's this going to end up?" And he throws it over the first baseman's head. Next play after that, O2 pitch. Little tapper to the same guy that just threw it away. He makes the throw, but the runner beats it. Um, now it's a tie. Or now uh, the runners move up. Still a tie game. And then next batter, tapper up the middle. Pitcher makes a play for it. It pops off the top of his glove. It probably would have been a routine grounder to second, but the pitcher was just trying to make a play. Mississippi State ends up scoring the game-winning run. Um and it was just, uh, I mean, definition of baseball when the ball just finds the last places you want it to find. Yeah, I want to do a breakdown of that, too. But the college is harder. I need to find the footage. Like, all I can find is, like, the like the 10-second clips of the plays. If anyone knows how to yeah. find full games of the College Baseball World Series after the fact on the Internet, please reach out and let me know. Because I'd love to start doing them all the college, or not all, but more college World Series stuff. It's just hard to find. Like MLB, I can find the full games after the fact very easily. Someone in the chat just said that Charlie Blackman had 15 hits in the four-game series. Uh, I think it's even more than that. Uh, I, I think it was it was 21 or something like that. He had he had three straight four-hit games or something. That, I, I don't know. They had the stat up on SportsCenter. Or maybe maybe it was hits in a seven-day period. That that sounds more right. But he was, uh, like, too short of the record. It was him, Johnny Damon, and somebody uh, from history I wasn't really familiar with. Mm. Uh, before we move on to the second half, I'm going to answer. We got a couple questions about what we've already talked about in the chat. Why didn't they just wait until Judge or Stanton to come back before demoting Frazier, at least have him on the bench because he's a great, solid player? Uh, Clint Frazier offers you nothing as a bench player because you, he can't play defense. So, like, he gets pulled in late games when it's close because they don't want his defense out there. So if the DH is locked up with Edwin, you're not going to start him in the field in these close games versus the Rays. Uh, and you... If you pinch hit him, then you're going to have to do a defensive replacement after that. And so it's, he's just not, he doesn't offer much off the bench. He offers the most starting as a DH right now, currently. Yeah, and it's it's potentially one game, which, again, as as a bench player, he probably wasn't going to play this game, and Mike Talkman uh, could as a defensive replacement where Clint won it. So that was their decision. There, there could have been a, a little shade from the old press incident, but I initially it just got blown up a little bit because people assumed it would be. Oh, no, I think tomorrow. it's, I think it was fully a message from the Yankees. I think they told yeah. him to clean up. I don't. Yeah. I think they've, I think they told him to like, Hey, we need less distractions. We need you to go work on baseball, and that's why he just deleted all his Instagram. Okay, no distraction. I'm going to delete all my Instagram. I think that's how it played out. Uh, and then there was something else. Talk about the Rays comeback. I didn't see it. I said talk about the Rays at all. Jake, this guy says talk about anything about the Rays. So 30 seconds on the clock, Jake. What do you got on the Rays before the halftime? Uh, they still play in the trop. I think we had another power outage recently. 
um, where the Yankees are playing them this week. We're, we're, we're excited to see them tonight. They're going with a couple openers. Um, and yeah, they, they beat the angels. Yande Diaz, our, our guy full circle, double Yande Diaz references this sports opening. Um, so yeah, good, good for them. C Poche gets the win for them. C Poach. That's the half. Colin Colin Poach. How you doing? How's your halftime going? How's your what's the behind the scenes over there? I'm good, man. Got got a little water, no coffee yet. Excited for that. Uh knees barking a little bit. Left knee. It's becoming a regular thing. So that's that's fun. What you do to it? Um I don't know, man. Not nothing. I think it's just like age. You've been sleeping um, on your knees again? So that's cool. Uh, doing a lot else on my knees. What's going on over there? Now then, Luke's working on our latest Last from the Past episode, 1957 nice. Little League World Series. Go check out Last from the Past, everybody. History and comedy podcast that we do. I don't know where Zimmer is. He was over there. Now he's not. No idea where he is. Luke got me a coffee from Duncan today, which was nice. Wow. Are you jealous? A little bit. You are? Yeah. I don't really get to buy coffees anymore. You got them at your downstairs. Coffee machines and no money. You've been pissing coffee. No. That's not what you meant? All right, let's go to the news. Yeah. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's 6 o'clock. Time for the news. So many dead whales are washing up on the West Coast. The NOAA is pleading for help. Help us with the dead whale situation, the NOAA is saying. A woman in a wheelchair fired a taser at a Detroit McDonald's worker. It's a tough day as a McDonald's worker. You don't think things can get worse, and then a woman in a wheelchair tases you. (laughs) A woman jabbed at the Florida sea turtle nest with a stick, Jake. She got in trouble. Don't jab at that sea turtle nest with your stick, lady. You're in trouble now. A pit bull hijacked a police car and stole some beef jerky. I don't really understand that headline. I think that's baloney. A man jumped from his hotel balcony. He broke his ribs, and he's now suing that hotel for thirty-five grand. Because I guess they made him jump from the balcony. In Florida, too many showers led to a fight between roommates. Taking too many showers. How many showers is too many showers, Jake? We'll answer that later. And the and also in Florida, cops arrested a man who said he stole pool floats that he planned to use for sex. A lot of good news. Yeah, I mean, it's it's obvious where we have to start because it's one of your biggest fascinations in this world. Um, the dead whales coming ashore, Jim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so we've got we've got thirty have come to shore in Washington State, thirty seven in Cali, and three in Oregon. Mm-hmm. All on the West Coast, seventy whales whales total. Um, it's the highest die-off, they call it, in 70 years. Uh, eh. They said since El Nino, 1999-2000. Oh, 20 years, 20 years. I was confusing the 70 gray whales and the 20 years. Yeah, so the whales are dying. Save the whales. Uh, I kind of want to go... I like... I don't like... uh, A lot of people don't know this about me, but um, my bucket list is to see a beached whale... I don't want to see 20 beached whales, Jake. That seems sad. I don't want to go like to a whale tombstone, like graveyard. Yeah. But I like one beached whale. Very interested in you, that. Well, you think you'll like it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I'll react once I get there. Yeah. Speaking of, I, Jake, Katie and I walked through a cemetery on our mm. date day. Ice cream? No ice cream, but old Soft. cemetery from the 1830s because we were in that historic town. It nice. hit me. Way different than it used to hit me when we would do that in college. Wow, not a college punk anymore. I still, I still like, am fascinated by it and like the history right. of people and stuff. But yeah, it hit it. 
it used to be just interesting and I'd look at the the names and the dates and like holy shit this is so old and now crack a joke about them being dead usually to me if we're being honest yeah how they died you'd play guessing yeah. game and stuff like that now maybe it was this particular cemetery but it hit me there was a, a lot of sadness behind it now so a lot of young deaths i guess this is growing up oh yeah, yeah. there's so many cuz it was 19, 1830s there were so many tombstones that just said baby yeah no names. It's terrible. So, so anyway, back to the that's whales. Kinda where, that's kind of where I used to be when you used to bring me to the graveyards. So that's here we are. Yeah, I still like going, though. Katie and I saw it, and we're like, yeah. oh, yeah, we flipped a U-turn. Let's go check that out. Yeah. Still still cool. This one's in the middle of a neighborhood, like like house, residential houses on all sides. You don't get that in California where I lived. No. Yeah. All right. Anyway, these whales... What do you think yes. NOAA stands for? Ooh, really good question. No idea. Northern um, Ocean Aquatic Association. It's not bad. Um North North o- North National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Got it. You found out. Yeah, it's it's the first Dude, it's like the first sentence of the article, but it doesn't even look like it. <laughs> National like, Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Yeah. They why jam atmos- atmospheric in there? Just National Oceanic Administration would have been cool. Yeah, it seems like they uh some guy was like, "But to- what about the atmosphere?" <laughs> no, they they had to do some uh what's it called when when it, an organization they had they had to do a reorg they were like hey here's the deal we don't want to fund either of you but we can still get you guys 90 percent of your funding if you guys team up so then the the ocean losers and the atmosphere losers were like all right we can do this let's just keep it amicable yeah so okay the water evaporates and actually ends up in the atmosphere shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) i here, they think that these whales are dying because they're hungry, something like that. What do you think, Jake, would be the coolest? They're calling, ooh, they're calling it an unusual mortality event, which is like, yo, let's just not call it that. Yeah, that's weird. Like anything but unusual mortality event. Um, what do you think I mean, the, the coolest, coolest reason would be this? Because it's, I think it's clear cut answer that what the coolest reason for this would be. A real-life Godzilla. Well, I was going to say just a badass shark. Okay, yeah, same same concept. Jaws, just killing all the whales. Bad concept if there was a new Godzilla movie coming out and this was just a marketing campaign by the movie theaters. Let's kill all the whales. Let's just kill a ton of whales and we'll put a bunch of Godzilla marks on them and say, in theaters, July July 21st. Maybe this is SeaWorld's response to that documentary. What was it called? Black something. Right. Blackfish. Blackfish. Blackfish came out and it was like SeaWorld so mean to the whales. They cage them up, put them in tiny tanks. And this is SeaWorld's response. They're just killing all the whales in the ocean. They're going to make their own documentary called Black Ocean. And they're going to be like, actually, we were doing, we were saving the worlds from killers out there. We were saving them. <laughs> More whales die in the ocean than at SeaWorld. Boom. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Holy shit. SeaWorld's ruthless. National Oceanic oh, and Atmospheric Oh, we're bad guys for capturing whales and putting them in tiny tanks. Oh, well, how about this? Yeah. We'll just kill all the whales. Now who's bad? Oh. Still you Ocean SeaWorld. freaks me out, man. I mean, I've I've stumbled into this probably once a week about me, you know, not a strong swimmer, don't want to join the navy, anything like that. But like they said, you'd look cute that in the navy ones blues. coming up on shore are just a fraction of the death toll, which they're like, yeah, you know, there's some remote rock croppings around small islands. Those are probably covered in dead whales. It's like imagine you're, you know, you're out there on your on your oceanic cruise, oh, and here's a hundred dead whales. Like, yeah, you know, I don't love that. I'd be so interested. I think you say that now, 
and then you haven't done it yet. I'd be interested to see it, and then maybe I'd never want to see it again. Yeah. Maybe I do. Maybe I become obsessed yeah. with dead whales. Interested, whale. yes. Maybe I become yeah. obsessed with dead whale islands, and that's something I have to face for the rest of my life. Yeah, there's a there's a chance. There's People a that are chance. obsessed with dead whales aren't happy about themselves, Jake, but that's the life that they that's the life they got dealt. Well, don't you don't get to lump yourself with them yet either. So I hope you can. I hope you can if yeah. that's what you like and you love. Yeah, well, I got to see. You can't yet. Don't 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 pretend you know their plight, okay? That's a good call. So how about this woman who went to McDonald's in a wheelchair and then tased the McDonald's worker? I mean, rope-a-dope, Trojan horse. Yeah. Oh, you think I'm harmless because I'm in a wheelchair? This this lady does this everywhere she goes. She just goes around town in her wheelchair. She waits for someone to say one slight, and then she yeah. just fucking tases them. Who's, Imagine if the guy who's was being helpless super now? Nice. Excuse me, what ma'am. If- would you like me to open the door for you? Psst, tased. Who's helpless now? Yeah, I, I was picturing being like, oh, ma'am, if you want, I could bring this out for you. Like, going an extra mile, like, didn't need to do that. And she's like, oh, oh, you're you're only going to offer that to me. Okay. So this is the article says that she fired a taser at an employee Thursday night after she was tired of waiting for her food. Yeah. At McDonald's, which is maybe the fastest place in the world you can get food, besides like one of those vending machines that spits out a sandwich right to you. But not not for nothing, that makes it even more frustrating if they are going slow. But Jake, she had the taser tucked in her shirt. This lady went to McDonald's planning to tase someone searching for a reason. Let's be honest. She bought the taser on Prime Day and like never used it and was like, all right, this McDonald's is the slowest McDonald's in the world. Here I go. <laughs> I'd like this story if she told the workers, like, if you're slow, uh, again, I'm going to bring my taser. And they were like, okay, lady. And then she did. Now she's a hero. Conviction stays to her word. Would you rather be the McDonald's employee who got tased or the McDonald's employee who watched this all go down and didn't get tased? For future storytelling. Would I rather be the guy who got tased or the per I, I don't know, man. I tase tasers also aren't high on my on my depth chart of of things that I'm okay with um just cuz I've had some heart issues in the past, so I just feel like a friendly taser thing could just turn into death, and then it's like, well, that that escalated. We so I'll get tased. I'll get tased. You get to watch me get tased when we work at watch, McDonald's yeah. in Detroit. Cool. New problem. Cool. All right. Next story. This woman, uh, another SeaWorld story. The NOAA is going to be all over this one. A woman went to, uh, oh, a Chinese woman. Oh, my God. Look at her mugshot. I'll send this in the chat. This lady couldn't be any more happy with herself for poking a sea turtle nest. Uh, the mugshot screams, yeah, I poked the turtles and I enjoyed it. Oh, wow. Like, she is giddy. A Chinese she's citizen. She's horrifying. Yeah, yeah, she's a menace to society. Lock her up for her mugshot alone. Is she drunk? Let's get into the story. A Chinese citizen living in Michigan was arrested Saturday night after stomping all over a sea turtle nest in Miami. She's 41 and was seen with a wooden stick in her hand jabbing at a sea turtle nest as she stomped around with her bare feet. The nest was in an area closed off from the public, and yellow tape said, do not disturb. Wow, mugshot. This lady's very proud of herself. Uh, she thinks Way it's- too proud. We, we're, this article clearly missed out on part of the story. Um Cause this does get heavy. She's she's a Chinese citizen, so they had to like <laughs> talk to a consulate. Um, like I don't know if that's the embassy or what they were doing, but appear. And here's the odder part: apparently the eggs weren't damaged. Um, which I don't know, man. I think if I got a stick in my feet and I found the nest of eggs with the intention of breaking them, I think I'd do it. Um. Or I'd be able to do it, but she didn't. And yeah, she is just grinning ear to ear like she's been possessed by 
like the anti-turtle gods to do this. Cover her nose and mouth with your hands and just look at her eyes, and it's still so menacing. Yeah, it's evil. Um, And that's why, you know, I don't want to make you reach out to Steven Soros, who wrote this, Jim, but... It's it's so menacing slash off putting that it's normally you see something like this and it's like uh, someone's drunk and and they're still drunk when they get their picture taken and they've got a big smile on. Um, I I don't know like what what was her I don't know what her vendetta was. I'm trying to find Steven Source <clears throat> on the Twitter. It looks like he doesn't have a Twitter. We need a motive here. It looks like he doesn't have a Twitter. Which is a bummer. Can't reach out. I gotta send him an email. I'd love to yeah. tweet at Steven Soros and be like, "Yo, how'd she not kill any turtles?" Imagine walking up on that, like, "Oh, please." Yeah, there's a lady stomping on the turtles with a stick. She's laughing like a hyena. You might yeah. want to come take a look at this. And I'm like, what? I mean, normally I'd even consider letting it go, but she's way too happy about it. This next headline screams going to make me mad because uh, the headline is Pitbull hijacks police car, steals beef jerky. And it's just like that didn't happen. So what are we doing? Pitbull hijacks police car. Yeah. Happened in Kilgore, Texas. Why, is, why do I know the name of that town? It's a good Texas town name. Police responded to a call for an aggressive dog running loose Saturday night in Kilgore. When the officer arrived, he thought he might be able to capture it by opening his car door and coaxing him into the back seat, which was caged in. The officer accidentally left the driver's side door open as well in his hasty attempts to catch the elusive pup. The dog apparently decided we'd much rather be in the front seat than caged in the back and jumped inside. When the officer tried to get him back out, he became aggressive, so the officer slammed the door shut, trapping him in the car. A dispatcher heard strange sounds coming from the car over the radio and asked what was going on at the scene. The police officer sent this picture back to the station to the dispatcher who commented that the dog did not look happy. (sighs) Do you have anything you want to say? I kind of like this story. They just delivered the whole thing poorly. Yeah, Um, it's terrible. terrible Yeah, the aggressive pit bull, they got it in the car and then said, oh, fuck this, and (laughs) locked him in there. (laughs) Yeah. Man jumps from hotel balcony, breaks his ribs, and sues the hotel for thirty-five grand. I mean, is this smart? I I thought he was going to jump into a pool, but no, he just fucking he just jumped into the ground. I mean, this definitely seems okay. Oh, wait, so now let's it see. Says it looks pool. like it looks like. Fraudulent accident in the pool. So it looks like we're at a like a decent looking resort. We've got a nice staircase. It looks like there's a grassy area. We've got three images. Um, oh, we have a video. Oh, oh this dude tried to too. jump into a tree. This, he just tried to oh, I'll put it in the chat. He just tried to yeah. jump into a tree. The tree didn't break his fall enough. He slammed on the ground and hurt himself. Broke a clavicle and some ribs. Oh, oh, so here's what's going on, Jim. A week before this, a foreigner lost their life in the same area after falling from the second floor. Um, so, yeah, this this person is, yeah, trying to take advantage of that. Trying to take advantage of the other guy's death? Well, he's basically saying that, like, he he saw the fall and he probably thought he could break it with a little bit of that tree and stick the landing a little better, that he wouldn't die, and then he could sue them and be like, you know, the resort already knew this wasn't safe, but they didn't do anything about it, so now I'm suing them. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Hope he doesn't win? Can't win, right? I don't know. It's either that or maybe he's got a buddy that just graduated law school and it's like, let's test it out. But <laughs> let's have some yeah. fun here. Not good for society. Here's here's a another story that leads to a great question. These roommates 
got into a fight because one of them said the other was showering too much. Yeah. So what? What's what? How many showers is too many showers? Def- Inter- too many is the interesting word for me. I think there's length of showers is an issue. Um, I I don't know too too many. I mean, is that just like whenever they come and go from the apartment, like they just run in there? I don't know. When the roommate told. Christian Otis, he takes too many showers. Christian Otis put him in a headlock and scratched his face severely. It left lacerations. Wow, don't tell that mm-hmm. dude he takes too many showers. The good news is the fingernails were clean. So he didn't get, you know, dirt on his face when he got scratched because dude takes dirt too many showers. Fingernails. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, this, this, this seems super rooted. Like, this... this this dude got called smelly when he was 12 years old and his crush laughed in his face and now he showers five times a day. Yeah, this is now I'm going to try and tweet at this, the writer of this article, Jake. Jordan Smith. Jordan Smith, which I, I don't know how to find that on Twitter, but how are you going to write an article about two roommates who got in a fight because one takes too many showers and not tell us how many showers he was taking? Yeah, the quantity, quantity of showers. What's this website called? WIFR? Wiffer. Well, now I'm Wi-Fi just, with an R in the end. Now it just looks like it's now it now it's just giving me Jordan Smith wife because Google thinks I try to type wife instead of Wiffer. Ah, uh, that's tough. Looks like this is going to be a. Uh, a hard Twitter to find. Jordan Smith. It's tough. Well, can't find it. It's like f- finding a James O'Brien or something. What the hell? How many showers did this guy take? Bullshit. Be better, newspaper. Be Article writers, they really lack, man. They just don't give you enough details. Ooh. Damn. What's the next story we got? I'm I gotta I gotta track down this Jordan Smith dude. Yeah, I'm I'm losing you. It looks like uh I mean the final story we have, so I could use you for it. Uh Florida cop arrests man who said he stole pool floats to use them for sex. Um but, I'm interested oh, to know no. if he was using it to do sex with someone else. They wanted some like, you know, pillows or something. Or we buy him or we fucking the pool floats. That's the interesting thing. Yeah, Jimmy, when you look at the picture of this gentleman, you will know the answer immediately. Okay. Sounds uh, like he's fucking the floats. Yeah. Oh, yeah, looks- yeah, 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 yeah. That guy, no one's having sex with him but pool floats. There's a link for the, the chat. Di- the defendant stated that he sexually gratifies himself with pool floats instead of raping women. So, um, Jesus, what a defense. Oh, I'm not allowed to have yeah. the pool floats? You want me to rape women? Like, no. The affidavit. Okay, give him the pool floats. Give him the pool the floats. A- the affidavit stated that police found approximately 75 pool floats in a vacant house where Monin admitted to, admitted to stashing them. How many? 75. 75 pool floats. Yeah. Now I got so many questions. Does he have specific positions for each? Moods? Is like his morning pool float sex? Uh, What float gets that? Inner tubes? Does he have like some swimmies? That's for an afternoon session? Yeah, I think everything... I'm picturing mostly swimmies and the... uh, like the pool noodles. Oh, the noodles. Yeah. Uh, gross. That's gross. It's gross, Jake. Good image of this guy. That guy. 35. Only five years away from that. That guy's 35 years old? Yeah. Wow, fucking pool floats really ages you. He's He looks like he's had a couple tough days. All right, 
Let's go to the sports. Bed of the day. It's the bed of the day. Bed of the day. Bed of the day. Bet of the day, it's the bet of the day. Jakey Jakey made a mistake last Friday, and I think he was having a good week, but the Yankees did not want it to continue. He ends up 3-2. and 3-2, two. Three and two, Jake? Yeah, people are calling it Poopgate, because um, I, I had other bets lined up, but then you, uh, you had a situation occur, intern Luke got thrown in. The whole thing was chaos. Um, left was right, up was down. The dead whales started pouring in, so it's all right. It was it was a solid bounce back week. Needed one, and now uh, just got to get hot, you know. Got to get hot. You need to get hot. You really do. You really do. Jess is wow. dying for you to get hot. Mm. Mm. She liked your AC Slater outfit, though. Who didn't? Um, that's uh, that's the bigger issue there. Jimmy, James, Jim boy. Um, I mean, we like free money, right? I like free money. Never encountered it. Well, yeah, I found some dollar bills lying on the ground here and there. You used to like watching the scratch-off times. Um, Jim, I'm going to make the people money today. Um, Oh, my. This is a... Yeah. Jimmy. Houston at Cincinnati. We've got a we've got a nice little pitching matchup. Wade Miley, three one four ERA, eighty innings pitched, uh, versus Luis Castillo, two two zero ERA, eighty one innings pitched. Um, Jimmy, the big thing here is it's in Cincy. Cincy's favored. Um, but Houston is a much better team. I'll make you a little coin today. Take the Astros. It's like twenty to twenty why to win twenty two today, babe. Why is uh, why are the Reds favored? The Astros are six and because four in the Castillo's last ten. Pitching the Reds and are four good. and six. And I mean Castillo's is going to be an all star. And it's in Cincy. Wade Miley. He's just being Miley. He hasn't been terrible, Wade Miley. No, he's been pretty good. He's got a ooh, he's got a good good last five games versus Wade Miley pitched three games versus the Reds last year. He never allowed more than one earned run. Look at that. Castillo's never faced the Astros. So who gets who gets favor there? Bats or arm? Never first time. Arm. Yeah, I agree with that. I'll agree with you. Jake is stupid, Ast- but he's smart. It's the Astros. The Astros are good. Astros are the better team. Astros are 2-0 as the underdog this year. Cincinnati is 12-14 as the favorite. So, yeah, free money. And Wade Miley gets to hit, which is his favorite thing to do. Houston twenty-one and thirteen on the road. Cincinnati sixteen and seventeen at home. All right. If I had to get, what do you think Wade Miley's career batting average is? One one twenty-eight. One fifty-five, man, with a one eighty-five on it. base percentage. So nailed it. Guess how many hits he got last year? Five. Hell yeah. Five. Five hits. I got it. You got it. You were right. Here we go. Oh, Boys of Summer. That's the song we have. Thank you guys for joining and listening. We... Jake, say some more stuff. Follow John Boy and Jake Radio on Twitter. We post videos there from the show. Share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram. We do the same exact thing. Um... If you don't want to watch the video and you just watch on YouTube, go to the app. We have an app. Leave a rating and review. All I'm, I'm saying all of this simply because I'm stalling as I pull up the song. See ya. Summertime. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Bye.
lessons on.